Hey, what's going on? It is episode 264 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. You're back on the horse. Your band is back performing live. And I heard, well, you performed to a sold-out crowd. Sold-out crowd, baby. So what's that it, look like? It helps when they don't do standing room only. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a seat, then you can't get in. Because the way Byway is, is there's like long communal tables. By, this is a... At Byway Brewing, uh, October 17th, this last Saturday. Like, they that's have a, long communal tables. That's in Hammond. And uh, I'm not going to let you keep going until we get all that out. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a Carson Drive. It's okay. uh, across the street from the, the Marriott. So, like, a lot of times bars will just, you can come in, there's not a seat, but you can hang out by the bar and just kind of chill. They wouldn't do that. They're like, you have to have a seat. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. It's funny because it was the Wild West once you get in there, bro. You have to have a mask to get in there. Like, legally, you just have to, like, hold it up and be like, hey, this is my mask. After that, it's game on. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. And, you know, we all adhered pretty strictly to social distancing. And uh, so, you, you, if you don't have a spot to be, if you don't have a spot to be, you can't, like, come in. So, it quickly filled up. This, they have this. to have a seat for your ass. Once yeah. that's not the case. Yeah, and I'm guessing, I don't know, what, 75 people 100 people whatever maybe at 100 high 75 is a decent guess maybe uh, 85 is like that's how many they can seat after that it gets tricky and so yeah i felt really bad man because i had people um some i think and here's the deal because sometimes don't get me wrong we've played to empty houses before you came to a benefit i did it was me playing my guitar and that's fine but um i think everyone's been holed up and they needed a reason to come out and so i'm like hey Indiana's unlocked. Come on out, baby. And so people responded. And it was awesome. And the show of attendance was really great, but I felt terrible because there was people from Crown Point, from Hobart, um, from Highland, from Munster even, if you can imagine that. And they got turned away. And it sucked. People were like coming up to the glass like, hey, we can't get in, Yeah, bro. I know. We Sorry. were there. We yeah. got turned away. It was oh, you bad. did? No. Oh, I didn't. No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We ended up going to... So you, I knew you were playing there, and I'm like, Ben... Yeah. It has a show, but Tomato Bar, which is a, I don't know if it's a, it's a national chain or whatever, yeah. but Tomato Bar, and I, we'll get back to your story. I just want to throw this out there well, real quick. Tomatoes are really they, versatile. They, they had the, their pizza of the month. This month looked really great. And I was like, well, I'm going to see Ben next week. Yeah. And I could see him at any point in time. So I heard it was a great show, but uh, this yeah. pizza of the month was I'm fun. a jack of a few trades, mm. but the tomato, now you <laughs> want to talk about a multi-tool that God made. For sure. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. So, no, it was a great show. It started off rough. I had electric, you know, I bought some new gear. I got to test that out before I play next time. But uh, the show was great, but I did feel bad because people are like, hey, man, I've, I've been saying I'm going to come out and see you for like two years and we finally made it out. They won't let us in. But they would let them in long enough to come and say hi and leave. Mm-hmm. At least a handful. A handful didn't even get that. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but I felt really, really, really bad for people that like, Imagine if, like, you made plans, got a babysitter, drove right. 20, 30 minutes, and they're like, oh, you can't come in? That's yeah, I mean, that's rough, the, it's never happened. I mean, obviously, it's specific to COVID. Not that you you couldn't pack a house out, but usually... I've packed, a, I've packed places well, before, Well, usually, but, they just keep packing it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've never packed it to where they're like, you can't come in. Right. So this, it's like, yeah, it's open, but it's not open to the point to where... They're like, dude, we'll bend the rules a bit, but mm-hmm. you can't. We can't full on just go. And they didn't have the back. They didn't have the outside open either, so that hurt us. Well, that's good. Well, hurt uh, you know attendance figures or whatever. Yeah. But well, my pizza, it had raspberry 
on it, what? like raspberry. It had raspberry sauce. You knew that was a bad idea. It had. Hold it. on. It had uh, a regular, like a pizza crust, and then it had Swiss cheese uh, base. You haven't said it, hold, one positive on. thing about then pizza it, yet. Then it had uh, it had raspberry, like raspberry jam on it. Oh, jam though. And then it had ham, turkey, cinnamon toast crunch, and uh, powdered sugar. It was like a, you, you know those um, all that. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Monte Cristo, the sandwich like you used to have at Bennigan's or they used to have at Bennigan's. Yes. It was that, but on a pizza. And the cinnamon was the cinnamon toast Whoa. crunch. Dude, it's there all month. When you said Swiss, I scoffed, but then when I think I of hate Monte Swiss. Cristo, I go, wait a second. Dude, um, it was the best pizza that they, I've ever had there. And I, I hit their their pizza of the month. It's always non-traditional. It, always, it was so good. Hmm. You can actually tip the pizza makers and ha- buy them a beer, and then they ring a bell. So I was so compelled. Hmm. I was so happy with the quality of this pizza. I said, buy, buy these men a beer. So just, so buy, you, just buy one of them so a beer. you don't just attack service Right, workers. no, not always. You sometimes... Not if they put Cinnamon Toast Crunch on my pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that is a lot better than my performance in a, in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, they're only going to have this pizza this month, and you know, like, clearly I've known you for... Yeah. Long time now, and you you know you catch us catch. You don't can. know when you can get out again. I've seen enough. You don't. Know I've, se- I've seen enough. You know what? You know, uh, are you? You know what you're gonna get. Are you doing anything new? Yeah, lots of new stuff. Like what? A bunch of toadies we did. Yeah, but that's not new. Amazing. I was new for you. Oh we don't. I would always tease and pretend to play Possum Kingdom. This time we did full on the whole album. Everything negatory. That's not an album. That's oh, a song. Okay. We played the whole song though. And you usually play half the song. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like in a medley? I usually play that riff just to be silly. And then people go, oh, why aren't you going to really play it? And they go, oh, well, I don't know. It takes like. It actually is not as simple as it seems. It took a little work. We worked on it, played it all. It was wonderful. We, uh, most of the new stuff we did was just new covers that we just pulled out of our ass. But, anyways, it was good to be out again, man. It felt real good. I felt like uh, I felt like at the end of Pinocchio when he turns into that kid that you like less because he's a real kid. Mm. You're like, oh, I guess good for you, but now you look weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt like. So I was excited. And I had, um, before we go any further, I had a bag of Hey My Man Best Of compilation CDs that our friend Harvey Woodlawn made for us. Um, I still have some left over. So if you guys want one, hit me up. They're really, really cool. He made sleeves for them. He even made little... um, Like liner I notes? Guess, liner notes that says... He even put in what do you or call it, like radio cards. static or whatever, like. But he he found like some of the best stuff from the past. I don't know five to eight years, whatever, and he put it all on one CD. Fantastic, and he put his blood, sweat, and I hope some tears into it. Um, and I have some left over, so uh, I just thought that I just wanted to give him. I just wanted to shout out him because. I don't know. I have the best words today. I can't speak. But I want to say thank you to him for doing it. And I have more. If you guys want one, let me know. The, I'll even throw stickers in there. This ex- will explain if you go to the Instagram. There is a picture of a grocery bag that says like large amount of cocaine and marijuana on the outside of it. So he left yeah. that. He left those in that bag on your porch at your house for your neighbor to see. <laughs> I said, I went to pick up the, the he, he goes, I'll leave it in my work truck. It'll be unlocked on my, I got to go do something. He goes, but it's in my work truck. 
The truck's unlocked. It's on the front seat. So I go to pick it up, and there was literally a paper bag that said a fuckload of weed and coke. <laughs> and I picked up a bag that said that and put it in my – and it was kind of, it was awesome. So if you see that picture on our Instagram, that's uh, – that's yeah, why yeah. That's but I have these great CDs, and they're just awesome because I just I like best of comps, and I like to hear what other people think are good. But enough about my week. How was your week? Well, like I said, I don't like to look stupid. You were talking about looking stupid. Not that you look stupid. Mm. You said looking stupid, and mm. it was my perfect – point to jump off and then you you don't you, care for you sideline me no i don't um why not so i go out of my way to get a, a hard part my hair you know my hair done just up to right. help you not look stupid yeah zero fade hard part so that, doing so it that you while. don't absolutely right right so you don't because so, that's what it makes you not look i have unfortunately uh i can't buy off the rack but I have to buy off the rack. You see, what? I don't have enough money to not buy off the rack. And if you know, so I don't, what I mean is I can't buy like tailored clothing, can't afford it. So like most you people. You can get a few of your favorite items tailored. I have to wear uh, extra large shirts because of my barrel chest, yeah. I guess, and my shoulders and Cause my arms. Because your strength and your stoutness. And, but I'm not tall. So therefore... Extra large could mean a lot of different things, right? Not because for sure. some tall people that are more slender wear extra large as well, and it's supposed it somehow supposed to fit everyone who's extra large. So, uh, yeah, dude, sideline to this today. Or I'm supposed to take some family photos, right? So my wife goes out and buys clothes. She dresses me, like you know, like dresses us all. She goes, "Hey, you're gonna wear this jacket and this shirt, or whatever." She says, "Put the jacket on," and I put it on, and she goes, "Oh, it looks great. Fits awesome." I'm like, "Okay, cool. It's nice." And I go, what size is this? And she goes, well, look at that. It's a medium and it fits fine. I'm like, what? A medium? All right, cool. I go, where'd you get this? And she, she goes, I went to Walmart. And I go, oh, so I'm a triple X at Express, but I'm a medium at Walmart, which says a lot about their clientele. Moving on. So anyway, I, uh, with all that being said, I have... I, I've dwindled it down, unfortunately, and this is not because I wanted to, but because of my body style and because of the fact that I'm one of these people like, you know, when, when I do have an opportunity to go out with my wife, I, I try not, I don't want to wear a, a band t-shirt and jeans or whatever. So I like to wear a button down shirt, but I only have one button down shirt. We've discussed before that we don't know how to dress. Like I like only, once you go out, well, I, 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 I don't want to wear slacks. But I'm saying, if if I invited you to a wedding, you'd you'd be you'd be outfitted, you'd be good. I'd be solid on that. If I invited I'm, you to I'm hang out at a bonfire, kind of you'd be good. Right. If I said, "Hey, we're going there," it's going to be like wine and cheese. You'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, fuck. for sure." So this I'm is the same way. This is the situation. I have a bunch of button-down shirts that are long sleeve with a collar, but most of them don't fit me right. And the reason is because if I pull my pants up and I wear a belt. Um, and those shirts are tapered toward as they go down because you can't tuck your shirt in, according to my wife. No, so therefore, lame. if the shirt tapers down, then you have like a muffin top because the shirt tapers. I, I almost need that boxy squared off kind of shirt. You know what I mean? Where it hangs loose. Got to get it to fit your body so style. I, I, ha- I have one that I you feel. You need the barrel chested one, fit. I have one that makes me feel beautiful. Oh, All good. the other ones don't make me feel good about myself. <laughs> good. So you take that shirt so to I a have, tailor and you go make it like this. One. I have a going out shirt. And I wear my going out shirt when I go out. What's and it look because, like so that when people see you, they'll well, recognize you wearing that you one asked. shirt? So when you see Dave like at the square, you'll be like, oh, you're wearing the shirt. Of course I, you are. I wrote a poem 
It's called my going out shirt. Wow. So here it goes. Okay. I don't know about iambic pentameter, so I'm just going to I'm going to shoot from the hip. Do you want me to play a little background music for you? My going out shirt. It's red, gray, and white. My going out shirt hides the truth. At least to me. My going out shirt has buttons and a collar. It stays untucked. My going out shirt, it's just long enough. My going out shirt is dressy with slacks or casual with jeans. I can wear my going out shirt with shoes or boots. It's not a Harvey Woodlawn. But I did take the I time to... I was just going to say he's smashing all those CDs uh, as we speak, but, and he's not going to make us anymore. It is, it, it, it is an homage to the shirt, and it is a nod to my friend Harvey Woodlawn. So I would say this. A lot of times people rhyme, and you go like, dude, every poem doesn't have to rhyme. For you, I'm going to say, give rhyming a, sh- a shot. I wrote give a, it a poem go. while looking at my Henry Hill painting. If that... Uh, this what is, makes it a poem? Words. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know what that's fair it there were words and i happened. feel like <laughs> pauses i was waiting for one rhyme pause like not one uh how about like a cadence like flip around like well i could have done the 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 eminem thing where i i, yes. I stretch it and make words yeah but but i just went with the feeling and i wanted to express to you yeah uh in no uncertain terms how i how Vanilla, I feel about my going out. To be shirt. honest, man, I, like I was so hyper focused on your lack of rhyming and lack of <laughs> any kind of stanzas. You still don't know what my shirt looks like, do you? No, I don't have a clue. <laughs> well, no, no, I do. You said buttons. At one it has point buttons, and it's red, gray, and white, sort of plaid. I didn't catch that in the first go around. Yeah. It's red, gray, red, and white. white, red, gray, and white plaid. Yeah, I was so thinking about how I was angry about how nothing was rhyming. I was going in my mind. I had Jerry Seinfeld going, "Why is this a poem?" What you well, know? the problem is, is every uh, I go out so infrequently with on a date. Unfortunately, I don't know, just dude, because life. You, you've been going to the square more and more. Well, dude, I don't get when, out. When I, when I get out, I'm performing. That's not. I mean, that's there, not me getting out. There was two weeks in a row, or a, a, like a week, and then we missed a week, and then another week that we went out. But a lot of times we go out with our kids, so I don't consider that a date. I, I will wear a that's t-shirt true. and jeans on those occasions. Okay. Uh, you don't need to show up and show up. That right. brings that begs the question then. If my lady's should, not going to dress up, I sure as hell ain't going to dress up. Well, fair enough, but but I think that does beg the question: like, should a man still try to impress his woman, even if the kids are there? Well, I feel like I must impress her because most of the time she's wearing my clothes. She's wearing so your she clothes. must like my clothes, considering she's wearing them. How, old, how my come? old band T-shirts, my hoodie, my comfortable okay. clothes. To go out though. Like, yeah, because if we go to like New Oberfalls with the kids or something, you know what I mean? We're just going to go out and eat dinner. It's, it's. But then at that point, I guess the answer is, would be no. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, if she's going like, hey, we're mailing this in a little bit, like we're not, this isn't a dolled up affair. Yeah. Like I didn't do my makeup right. extra. Then you go, okay, I'm not going to do my makeup either. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. As we all know, a marriage is work, man. It ain't about fun. It's not why we're here. It's about work, baby.
Put work in. Keep that bitch alive takes work. It takes a lot of work. It needs oxygen. It needs heat. And it needs fuel, just like a fire. Mm. There's a metaphor in there, but I'm not going to flesh it out. But the point is, if you think maybe you should do something. Dude, I had the same thing. Okay, Sweetest Day was the other day. I found out after buying flowers, by the way, that that's a guy's holiday. It is. Yeah. I, we, now, I don't here's know, the craziest dude. part about this. Every year around this time, we you come to the same conclusion. <laughs> so and I'm hoping someone will go it. back and, and, and get a, get a, uh, a, a, a hot well, reel of you saying the same thing here's every me. year at this time. Here's me. Real, well, In it, your defense, you're drunk. 2000. Yeah. In general. Good. I'm just. A, like as an adjective? <laughs> I'll accept an adjective. A noun is hurtful. All right. Okay. So I knew I had a show book the 17th. I didn't realize that was Sweetest Day. And then on the 16th, I go, oh, dang it, dude. I didn't. Uh, oh, this, this is bad. I booked a show. I didn't do anything for Sweetest Day. So I get flowers. I bring them home. I go, here's your Sweetest Day flowers. But before I brought them home, I Googled the holiday to cover my ass mm-hmm. a little bit. Turns out it's a guy's holiday. And I was like, I guess I've told you this every year, but to me, I'm like the guy from Memento. I wrote down flowers butthole on my forearm, mm-hmm. which made with a comma, like so that I knew I was talking to myself. And so it said flowers butthole. And I went, oh yeah, it's time to get some. So I got them and I Googled it. It was for guys. And I go home and I was like, well, now I got an extra card in the deck, you know? So I go, hey, I got you flowers. I know this is my holiday where you're supposed to get me something and I can't wait to see what you got me. But I wanted you to know that I got you flowers anyway. Here you go. Good on you, Heather. Here you go. Great. Except for, like, she was like, oh, yeah, it's your holiday. Ha, ha, ha. And that part never happened. (laughs) Like, I was like, hey, the world. She clearly also doesn't listen to the podcast. But I was like, the world decided this is my holiday. You're supposed to show me how much you love me by buying me beer. Didn't happen. So I went the extra mile to get flowers. Didn't get anything in return. So now I use that for every time I want something. I go, well, this was what you were going to get me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is what you were going to get me. So I, so got, I got that one wrong. Before, why, did, why was I talking about that? I have no idea. But before your digression. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was we were talking about how hard we should try for our women. I don't go out enough to necessitate more than one going out shirt. Well, we were going back I to the whole, it out. the whole central point was like, how much effort do you put in? That was your point. But my yeah, point before you true. broke out with that point was... That's true. Uh, you know how like a woman will be like, oh, I can't wear that dress because I wore it to this wedding. And if somebody sees the picture of me at this wedding and I've got the same dress on, how embarrassing. And I sort of yeah. feel like if you put together the last two years of me and my wife uh, out on like date nights, it could be that it was the same night because I never change. <laughs> I have the same shirt on. Dude, I have a blue and red plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't post. I, I, feel, I, don't, I don't feel like I post that many pictures of myself. But the few I have, I'm wearing that blue red shirt a lot, bro. And, a- and some of them are like pre-kids. Like we're talking about like 2008. I got that <laughs> you shirt You got a on. good shirt that fits. It still fits me though, homie. Well, I... Uh, so anyway, I uh, I have that shirt and I have four pairs of jeans all that were bought at uh, probably Old Navy that have an, at the same rip in the crotch area that I've sewn my hand sewn myself. <laughs> Just let so it go. I have to... It's sewn up. You can't yeah, tell. Yeah, what's worse than seeing stitching there? You can't see it. That's how good of a seamstress. I'd see, I'd that's rather, how good of a seamstress I am. I'd dude, sew it from the inside. I'd rather see one popping out 
than than a stitch you made on your jeans. The bottom line is, <laughs> I have to wear. Bar, so, and you got like you look like the scarecrow by your balls, dude. I'm never I, gonna stop. I have to wear uh, this untucked shirt, and that helps out because you, can, you wouldn't see it anyway. But you look like I the guy from the Trick or Treat Scary Halloween movie. I, I ended up getting a new pair of jeans uh, prior to going out this time. Well, and I came well, down, and I had a new plaid shirt. And I came down with my plaid Whoa. shirt tucked into my my jeans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say came down, I'm picturing like uh, t- I just, I descended ten, the staircase. Yeah, like yeah. ten things I hate about yeah, you. Like at the exactly end, exactly what it was like. And the whole family's lined up on the hallway, and they're like, "Hold on, hold on, here he comes." They all got their cameras. And now stuff. I will tell you, two t- <laughs> I got two plaid shirts uh, within during this trip to the to the Coles, and two days in a row for work, I wore that shirt <laughs> that shirt tucked into dress pants, dress shoes. And both days, my kids and wife were like, oh, yeah, really? Uh, look at you. Yeah, look at you. So this Hot time, dog. I came down with that shirt tucked into jeans. And my wife was like, you can't. You, what do you, what do you, tuck? You can't do the tuck. The tuck no, no good with the tuck. You definitely just can't do the tuck. You, you can't do the tuck. And was so the, I was When's like, the last time you tucked and people went like, good well, idea? This was, this was a different new shirt that she bought me, and it was tucked in. And I couldn't wear it untucked because the muffin top, it, it tapered in. So Dude, I had to whole- switch... I had to switch shirts, and she said, I don't understand why you just can't pull your jeans up high. And I said, because then I have floods. See, it's not, they don't make the control oh, top. jeans? That was well, a suggestion? Chicks have like elastic top jeans, or they got control top, or they got all kind of different shit. They got stretch pants. They got, I have jeans. I don't know what chicks have. And a beer belly. Just so I can't pull up, my jeans dude. up. It is what it is. No, dude. It no. is what it is. So I get shamed. I go back upstairs, and I put on my going out shirt. And she's like, why did you change? And I said, well, you, you, you shamed me. Yeah, of so course, yeah. now I'm back to wearing the going out shirt again. So Glad the night was one. still nice, even though I had the going out shirt. And it's actually a good luck charm. I mean, it is a nice shirt. I'd like to make you feel better. Yeah. I bet most of the listeners don't have a lot of going out shirts either. I know a couple guys who have like a bunch of like dressed well. Most dudes have like, okay, I'm leaving the house. I got underwear. I need the good pair of pants and a good shirt. Which I Look, like. I'm a guy that never wears sweatpants. No, I rail against like these that. kind of schlubs. Like I like that. I think back in like like you see like the pictures of like our great grandparents, like where they're all wearing like their big brother's pants because nobody could afford clothes, and they, and they had a suit. And when it was time for that occasion, when there was a big Polish wedding, they went there and they went in that suit. And, I, and there's something sweet about that, right? There's something very. I think there's something very American about that. Being like, hey, dude, I'm about work. I'm about family. I'm about getting after it. I'm about sweating, bleeding, and sometimes crying. Miss me and with I, all that. I could get okay. a couple of shirts. I could get a couple of nice shirts. It's just that I, I've gotten to the point where mm. I get frantic. I get up in my, if I don't have my, CBD or not, I go up in my closet. I go to get ready, and I tell myself every time I'm going to try something different. Well, why don't you I go learn to, how to dress then, loser? I go through, It's not about dressing. <laughs> I tried to help it, you. It's about, I tried to throw it's you about, a, It's uh, about some sit-ups and some push-ups. And and no, and, dude, and losing a little bit. I of tried weight. to throw you a suitcase floating in the Titanic. You didn't want it. No, so drown, buddy. I don't know what you want. What do you want me to do? <laughs> All I can tell you is it's not about. I have. I'll a play whole the violin for you on the way down. None no, of them fit me out. the way I want them to fit me. You know why? And I hold on to them. You know why? Because they would they would they would they would fit. Um, uh, who's that guy that plays? Are you going to go? Lenny Bronson Kravitz. Pinchot? Yeah, because if it was a size 30 waist, it would fit Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> he has no problem wearing clothes or not you. wearing clothes. I hear you. But you and I, we got a different problem. I have an entire closet of clothes that I convince myself one day I'll be wearing again. That's what That's I'm, the majority good, good of for my... Good but, but it's been 10 years. So you turned your goal section... Like, you had like... Okay, like, I got a couple... I literally have a thermal. It's a black thermal. 
It's my goal thermal. When I fit into that size medium thermal, I know I'm where I want to be, right? You're saying you got a gold closet at this point. Exactly, yeah. I also, well, I even busted out, I have these Oxblood Doc Martens that are a half size too big. What does Oxblood mean for The me? color. They're like that burgundy. Oh, dark red. Yeah. So steel toes, they're big, but they're, 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 uh, they're British. By the time sizing. you can wear them, they'll be cool again. So they're a year, they're, excuse me, they're a half size too big because of the fact that a buddy of mine bought them. He That's couldn't wear them because they were, they were too, uh, but these are boots. So you're, you get that light, you get a blister on the back of your heel. So I have to double yeah. up the socks to, to make these things to work, but they work with my going out shirt. So when I wear my going out shirt, I bust these these out. You know what I'm saying? Like I get to I get to finally wear them, and they're nice and ready to go. And I think you look nice when you. Go you didn't out. even see me. Yeah, but the way you describe it mm. sounds like you. Look I great. mean, I did write a poem about my shirt. <laughs> yeah, and in your poem, like when I wasn't thinking about well, the lack of mad. stanzas and rhyming and cadence, I was like, "Seems nice to me." Because she's always like, "You know, you never you never wrote me a song, but I did write a poem about my shirt." Yeah. So, and you know what? It's my first. Not not first, but it was it was in a long time my first poem. You're like wait till you, wait till you hear the concept album I did about dark matter coffee. It's, Holy shit, man! It's not perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. I yelp better than I poem write, but maybe one day, you know what? Maybe uh, somebody will hear this. You'll hear it again, and it'll be on one of Harvey Woodlawn's new mix CDs mm-hmm. years down the road. He's and not people making go, anymore actually, because of that poem you did. Actually, that that poem was <laughs> we didn't recognize it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You remember it's, when you know it's hard to see when you're in it. end of the second Bill and Ted movie when they played God Made Rock and Roll yeah. uh, by Kiss and it yeah. saved the world? I mean, you never know. That's right, baby! <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't set goals, again. dude. Speaking of which, you know the goal, the thing I've inspired to, the thing I've... Uh, who have I complimented and, and, and pigeon hold into shoehorned into conversations more than anybody since we started podcasting what one name have i managed to make the conversation be about for at least a second all the time that stupid mother girl she's well okay watch your tone watch your tone uh, it, sharon it. stevens it's, you know you know her name that's disrespectful say her <laughs> name you know her name brie douglas you all right you all right listen you know her name her name is Cheryl Scott. She used to work for NBC. She mm. worked at, she now goes for ABC. Did she get fired? No, she went to ABC because she aspires to kill that ruthless bitch Ginger Z and take her spot. She belongs in a castle with the rest of the princesses. I've been talking about Cheryl Scott since we started pretty much, dude. Mm. It's, it's been a thing. She is a specimen of a human being. Her beauty is only surpassed by her virtue. And something happened this week. That uh, it's I don't even I, it's tough to talk about. I'll be honest, it's tough to talk about. But um, somebody told me, hey dude, if you go on Facebook, she posts story. If you follow her, mm-hmm. she posts stories, and you can see little vignettes. I don't know how social media works because I'm not that smart. But it, it does appear that people take what was on Snapchat and also put it on Facebook. Is mm-hmm. that because I see stuff with like I, I can't tell what's what format. Because there's captions and there's music sometimes, and there's like neon lettering and stuff like that, right? Yeah, different well, apps have. Different well, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Font sets. Yeah. Well, I said, whoa. I've been following the nightly news, and it's been great. 
mm-hmm. and it's been amazing and I've been a fan and I've been the front of the line to cheer this divine human being on. I started following her stories. Something happened to me and it's the same thing that happened to Hugh Grant when he was with Elizabeth Hurley and went around West Hollywood looking for trannies and got busted for having a $20 hooker. And you know what that was? Too much of a good thing ruins it. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? I've been following Cheryl Scott's stories. Like I said, she's an angel whose wings got clipped long enough for her to give us the weather. Um, But I cannot watch her stories. (laughs) I can't do it, bro. And if I, dude, if I can't do it, that DJ that she's getting married to, I watch, dude, I, I, I watch, I watch him in these videos and she's like, like 15 videos of her and her dog on the beach and stuff. And she's like, we're going out tonight. We're going to have chocolate cake and it's so fun. Aren't we, honey? And then she pans to him. And what he says is, yeah, we are. But what I know he's thinking is kill me now. (laughs) I know it. And I've told you before, like, I think we should have like a. A nonverbal cue when a dude's in trouble mm-hmm. to tell another guy in a public setting, like, hey, dude. How about I'm- that okay sign that was so popular <laughs> last year? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. somebody, somebody stole the okay, okay sign, and that also disrespectful. But like I've talked about before, like we need a nonverbal gesture that lets you know, hey, I'm about to lose my shit. And another guy will come up and go, hey, dude, the Rams are up by three. I got to pee. Let's go. What about that? Give Al- him a cool off. The Al Bundy thing where you make the noose. And you then you stick your tilt your head and stick your tongue. It's out? not bad. It's just that women have caught on to oh, like, gotcha. hey, that looks like a thing you used to kill yourself with, right? So like, I'm watching this video now. Now I'm no fan of this fella. He's a member of the Gronk Nation. I want nothing to do with him. But there was a moment where I was like, it, it's almost like those those genie movies where they go like, you 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 rub the lamp and one of the wishes is like, uh, do you think I wanted this twelve inch pianist? Right? You know, like something that's gone like horribly wrong. Like where, yeah, you're rich beyond your wildest you're rich beyond your wildest dreams, but you have no family left or no one that loves mm-hmm. you, something like that. I look in his eyes, dude. That's what I see. Like the chocolate touch. Yes. Yes. He's like, I finally got this fallen angel. And then I look and he's like, but I didn't know I would have to be privy to all this Instagram storing, all this Snapchatting. Mm-hmm. Dude, she's. I'm. I'm saying she's my favorite, but I'm watching the stories. At first, here's here's how it shows. Never itself. meet your heroes, my man. Never, ever meet your heroes. Don't. First of all, don't ever meet Gretzky. <laughs> and so, like, at first, I'm like, well, I'll hold just, up a second. Don't do it. We'll put a pin in that. But go, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, don't do it. So at first, I start like just fast forwarding. I'm like, I don't need to see. She posts eight stories. Oh, it's her and Lola at the beach. That's her dog's name. She's adorable. Oh, they're at the beach having a good time. Oh, they're on bikes now. Oh, they're like lounging. And then I like then I started like fast forwarding more and more, and within two weeks, within two weeks, mind you, I was like, I don't know what's happening. How what? And it's not now. I, I don't. Maybe he's posting a lot, and I'm not seeing it. But I get the feeling that you're he, also following his page. No. Okay. No. Then how would you know? I I don't. That's my point. Like, but I don't know. But I just like, I just thought. You said it best. Never meet your heroes. Once you get look, he like Elizabeth Hurley in her in her day, was just look like Da Vinci drew her perfect. Mm-hmm. Hugh Grant was just like she didn't have that accent. She was like a nine point nine. Oh, dude, it's amazing. And so so he was like all this perfection. 
I think I'm going to go out and seek some flaws. That's where it is. Now, let me just say this. In defense of Divine Brown, the picture that was in the paper of Divine you know Brown after the fact was a, you know, a, <laughs> a, a, a mussied up booking photo Yeah. Uh, after yeah. Hugh Grant had ravaged her. Okay. And Hugh Grant didn't look that great during his and then booking they show photo her, either. And then they show but her yeah, like, in like a uh, bedeviled. I'm, I'm going to do my best bedazzled. Uh, I'm going to do my best. Bedazzled? That was the movie that, what's her name? Was that's what movie? I thought yeah. about. And I said, there's no way that's the name. And I went with bedeviled because it makes more sense. What I'm going to do is find, I'm going to go out of my way to find a beautiful picture of Divine Brown. Because I feel like she's being misrepresented. Now, she, Elizabeth Hurley, she is not. Was she a transvestite? No. No. She was be, a low-rent hooker. Be that as it may. I no, mean, I'm sure she's fine. But even if, okay. Well, let's be honest. Dude, Margot Take Robbie, the money away. Who, who, who's Hugh Grant? He's not Tom Selleck. That's to my point. That's to my point. This isn't Brad Pitt going, I've had enough of Cheryl Scott. I'm telling you, this guy's no Brad Pitt. I'm sorry. All right. What I'm saying is that we seek this beauty and perfection. You get it, man? And you realize like it's all in your head, it's dude. only skin deep. Yeah, but like that's, that's, right, that's where I live at, though. <laughs> that's where I'm at, right? So... Yeah, no, I hear you. I don't know. That's you think, why you think it's the meditation. That's well, that's no, that's this? why you you hear all these people going like these. Uh, oh my know, god, psychologists dude. and whatever going. Oh, you know these people that live in the Instagram world. It's fake. It's fake. They're they're taking fake. That's not how they really live. Like they're taking fake pictures, like we talked about, of fixing up some building that was demolished during a riot, and like having their boyfriend take a picture, and and then they're in Saint Tropez or they're here and they're laying on a beach, and that's really not how they live. They really live like you and me, but they give the impression that yes. they're living like you know like this. And the fact is, you know, unfortunately, everyone's just as annoying as everyone else. And I think that, but the, I'm just not there yet. I, I'm not ready to believe. But that. we all, but that's why we should just live with Instagram and be like, yeah, there, it, these, there's so many extremely beautiful people on Instagram. Let's just be happy looking at them and going, you know, that's 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 just to look at. There's you're no reason to. You're going like it's shallow it and that's okay. What, take it for what it's worth. If you're a viewer, you know, you don't have to know those people. You just go, hey, I'm going to log on every day and watch ten pictures of this super hot. Man or woman, whatever you're into. See, now the poem you should have wrote is called Shallow Has a Purpose. <laughs> and it should have gone on about how being shallow is a good thing. Yeah, well, I'm Anyway, not... Cheryl Scott, I still love you. But man, oh man, this is... Sherry Scott. Sherry Stanson. Okay. Sharice? I still don't know who this... I got to look her up. You're such a liar. <laughs> I still got to... You are such a liar. You want to you talk about crazy. Uh <laughs> We always watch whenever a new one comes out. It's always the same thing. Oh, uh, my face! This Facebook group I'm on says that we should be watching this documentary, or they're saying this is really good, or this is this is great. Let's watch this. So she says, uh, "Have you heard about this this documentary called The Vow?" And it's on HBO. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, mm. it's a documentary." So I'm thinking maybe it was like one o'clock on Sunday. She's like, "Yeah, it's it's a documentary series on one of these like like a going clear sort of thing." like a Scientology, like a, a group of, it started out as, this is how she's describing it. It started out as uh, some people went to one of these self-help sort of seminars. And then before they know it, they're like fully entrenched in a, in a cult. Right. Sounds a lot like a guy I am. So I, uh, I said, yeah, throw it on. Well, she said, as we're watching the first one and I'm looking at the timeline, I click on it or we had to pause it. And I'm like, man, this, 
this shows there's only it seems like there's a lot more to unpack. There's only an hour left. She's like, oh no, this is a this is a series, Oof. and she's like, actually tonight it culminates tonight, and I'm like, oh. So 10 hours later, while I, I watched the entire series on oh, Sunday. Oh, my God. All day? Yeah. And again, you know, my my wife's watching it with her phone in her hand. And two, she falls asleep during two episodes. And she wakes up. And she, she has questions. And I go, look, I'm questions. totally invested in it. Hang on. I am totally invested in this. <laughs> and so I can tell you the whole story. I know all the players. I know exactly what's happening. And um, this is an odd turn of events. I am for once going to stick up for because this I really truly believe if you watch so the documentary is about this group uh, called Nexium and there's these two people one guy supposedly has like the highest he's a like a 240 IQ or some crazy number IQ one of the smartest human beings on the planet and this other lady who's like this linguistics person they get together and they basically create like a pyramid scheme sort of like. Uh, um, Scientology, science-based, like, hey, if you want to be good, we can make you get to change the way you think about things, a Tony Robbins-esque self-help sort of thing. I'm into it. And so at, during the first hour, just like I did with this Adder, that Adderall documentary, I'm like, I could get in. I see Adderall looks like pretty great. What Adderall documentary? It was a while ago. I know there we talked Adderall. about it. Yeah, but I forget the name my, of it. My hard drive's not big. Anyway, so with this one, the same thing. I was watching it, and I go... These people all seem pretty well adjusted. It seems like everybody's really happy. And uh, then they introduce the uh, the guy who's going to be, you know, the uh, uh, the guru type dude. And I immediately go, this is about everybody having sex with that guy. And there's just no question in my mind. And this is, uh, you know. Why else do you first, ever start any group? The first, Why do you think I follow people on Instagram stories? The first half hour of 10 hours that I'm going to watch, I immediately see this smarmy, slimy douche rag and i go that's the guy that everyone's going to be did he, forced to have sex with without knowing it did he have a ponytail no but he had like a prince uh value like the like the shoulder length bob <clears throat> okay you know so like if he and the, if, and, and, and and uh john lennon's circular glass so with the right motivation a ponytail was within reach the even the, the, i'm just what, saying what, that matters what a really, lot yes you, you don't could, ever you don't ever like fuck all your you, commune members commune uh, unless you have a ponytail, well, or could have one adjacent. I'm sure he put one in for those for those times, but he he he, yeah. he also has anybody who has those glasses that gradually change colors as you come indoor and outdoors. There's a there's a problem with those oh, too, and yeah. but they were like the John Lennon circular ones, so they automatically adjust to the sun. If it's you always wear the John Lennon circular ones, and you're not a 17 year old girl trying to find her sexuality, you'd take them off, please. I don't Please. have to, by telling you this, it's not going to ruin the documentary because if you saw Going Clear or you know anything about documentaries, the whole point is, is that these people went in full hearts, wanting to be better people. I love it. They be, they get into the group and they immediately become indoctrinated and they be, they get forced because they buy in so hard to the top. And it's like a pyramid scheme where they are recruiting other people, right? I and just they do. become some top tier people. And then at some point, they figure out what's going on and now they have to, not only are they trying to get out, but they have to try to undo all the years of years and years and years and years of bringing people in and brainwashing and the damage they've done to all these people and their families. And I really felt bad for these people. Now the question you'll see on social media or you'll hear people, you know, people will go and I'm not an expert on cults and I'm not suggesting that I am, but I would say that 
they laid this documentary out pretty good where you see how easy it is to to get wrapped up in this kind of stuff. And these people seem like good people, the people that are that get out and are trying to then pull other everybody else out. But I knew right away, uh, because I'm not an idiot, that this is about people having sex with that guy. Yeah. Because he's he calls himself the Vanguard, he which is a name that he got from a video game that he used to have in his garage. Um, it's not a real thing. I thought that was a virus protection. Program. He he continuously tells people uh, about his IQ and that he was a, a, a jujitsu or excuse me a judo like a judo Olympian when mm-hmm. he was a child. Yeah, all these things that he did that happened in another lifetime, and people. It just, Have, this, it just goes this, to show you, just like with Instagram, people are willing, if they want so badly for the things to be real. Just apropos of that, though, mm-hmm. you have posted proof of your trophies and your... Yes, I did. Okay. And you've so seen... Like your, I, your, your karate prowess is not standard light just, bulb with you standing there. You kicked the swing the, chain. Yeah. Yeah. On an eight-foot ceiling. You didn't kick an eight-foot ceiling. I didn't say I kicked an eight-foot ceiling. But you but made it sound like you kicked an eight-foot But the, the chain was a normal if, if length If the of rest chain. of the audience is drinking, it sounds like it's an eight-foot <laughs> All right. Well, you, you can clarify. I did yeah. just that for you. No, I just I just want to make sure that I don't want them to think you're this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't even have long enough hair. Yeah. I, yeah you're, you're right. But you could. Dude, you could. Bro. I if feel you like hard part that you I feel like we as Americans, we as people, we as human beings, we as earthlings want so badly to be a part of this this you know this perfect society or to have you know you see something yeah. you, you want it i mean we've we've convinced ourselves that kanye makes good music and good clothing and i mean if we can do that i feel like anything is possible and i especially think especially the clothing part dude <laughs> i love that when someone it's, it's, it's my favorite when someone's so good at one thing, and his first couple albums are really good, they're different. They're different hip hop. You go, wow, this guy's really got vision. When they go, I also well, make. You, you go, I also make shirts just crazy and shoes. What? No, but but crazy people make art, and I'm okay with that. But then when he goes, oh, I also make great shoes and shirts, and you go, great, let me see him. And you go, oh, <laughs> oh no, no, keep making records. You know what I mean? But like, but 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 you're right. To your point, we do. We go. This person has a vision. I just don't get it yet. So. I should buy. They're those, right. I I'm should, wrong. Yes, and I should if, buy those three hundred dollars sandals. And if I push back on it, I'm the fool. We also decided that Zach Braff should be a director. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened in the last now you twenty you, years. You just wait a minute. Zach Braff. The word Zach Braff is my moist. I just want to put. You that just out there. wait a goddamn second. We we al- all like Garden State. We you stop allow it. people in our society to tear down statues and buildings and destroy our own history. So it is not a surprise to me that hmm. there are people right. that just go, I want to be above that. And so I see this thing and I, I, I don't want it. To, I have to believe that they felt something was weird about it. Cause everybody's walking around like, uh, you know, like they're all smiling, like robotic and they're smiling. And it's like, that's just not normal. Yeah. I wish it was normal and you like the feeling of well, it. Well, and that's it. That's, that's what you hit the head on. That's this comes from a sweet place and I'm no psychologist, but, but I've been to enough. God bless me. Uh, I'm no psychologist, but I know that like, it's a, it's, it's such a, like, it comes from a good place. These people are all going like, this guy says he has an answer. We want more. We want better. We want to ascend from where we're at. That's a good, that's a good starting place, right? 
these are people that like they I guess what I'm saying is like they mean well. So I like that. Like I, I, I look at that with like appreciation, but then I think about like the morning after when you went in with good intentions. It's almost like you went to a rave, but you didn't really know about drugs. And then you take him the next morning you go, well, um, you know, like I'm well, like I'm the husband well, and I go, boy, that's uh that marshmallow guy, uh, things got pretty wild I mean, last night. Self help is almost like like the pet industry. It's a huge industry, right? And because so people huge. are constantly wanting self-help. And in this, yeah. one of the ladies that's talking is like, you know, somebody convinced me to go to one of these seminars and it, it was like a, an old, like uh holiday in banquet room with like six people in it. And this crazy lady taught, like showing me a video that was like, you know, something you'd see at the first day of Burger King when it teaches you how to use the fryer, like it's just <laughs> terrible quality. So you've decided to better yourself. Yes, exactly. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such nature films as Earwigs, Ooh, and Man vs. Nature, The Road to Victory. Yeah. Uh, and so she was like, even her was like, I kind of got the, the heebie-jeebies. But then there was something within that like couple days. I'd already paid for it. It was like $1,000 or whatever. And she's just like, I'm going to I'm gonna see it through. What could it hurt? I already paid. Right. And come to find out later, this lady was like, a, the lady who was doing the speaking was also like an expert in... Um, not, not, uh, hypnotism, but something like sort of hypnotism, like with speed linguistics. Crowd so, manipulation. So definitely, definitely. So, um, it, it is a, it's an amazing documentary in that, um, there's a lot of like, you know, they keep going over the same kind of stuff. Uh, but I think it, it does a good job of explaining how this happens rather than that it happened. You know, like some documentaries you'll see and it's like, oh, well, this is just a case study of like a thing how this went occurred. from soup to nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the people saying like, this is how we got brought into it. And along the way, you know, it's a documentary style. So they run into some people who are like, oh, what, what's going on with this documentary? And they explain it to them. And the people don't realize that they're the people that have gotten out. And they sort of mock people that fall for something so stupid as, as, uh, hmm. as being in, in cults. Do you know anybody? Nobody, but the guy even says nobody joins a cult. You didn't join it knowing it was a cult. It, because you are a, a person who gets involved with a bunch of like-minded people with like-minded I goals. I think you get and sympathetic to an idea. You get yeah. sympathetic to an idea and someone else goes, I'm sympathetic to that idea. And you go, shouldn't we want more? And everyone goes, yeah, we should want more. And next thing you know, like we all want more. We should work hard. We should get rid of our clothing. I mean, we should all have sex with that guy. The, and then it takes one person to go, hold on, hold on. We got to draw the line at the sex. With the that mind guy. is so fragile that you think about it. There's people that want so badly to be in Hollywood or to be, uh, be an actor that they do VD commercials. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they're, they're on ads for, for herpes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got it for no reason. I don't even know any commercial. <laughs> You know I was mean? I was just like in case they hire me. I was watching Mean Girls with my daughter the other day, and there's one girl who says something. Uh, there's a, a scene where they're talking about how they've they're all in the gym and like I've been bullied, I've been bullied. And one girl goes, "I'm sorry, I have a wide set vagina," and it's like you're now forever the wide set vagina girl because <laughs> you wanted to be in Mean Girls. How did she like it, by the way? <laughs> my 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 wife actually was saying she wanted to show certain like clueless mean girls. She wants to enter that arena with my daughter. I think uh, my daughter took to it and was like, I understand exactly what's going yeah. on here. Well, she's been practicing mental warfare for seven a years. A lot of the uh, the stuff that you wouldn't, that was like not for children went over her head. So it was, she must be at that sure. perfect yeah. age where it was like, she's not really, doesn't really get it. Not like the good parts. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't uh, pay too much attention to that. But um, 
No, so I just... Uh, Do you know anybody that's been in a cult? Do you know anybody... Can you think of anybody that comes to mind that you go, oh, that dude, would, that dude, or that person, that girl, that guy, um, given the right speaker, they'd be in a cult. And don't say me, because I already know me. I, of course I'd be in a cult. Again, without... I can't wait to leave without, without... Dude, I right now, I know three of my wife's friends. Well, okay. That dude... I only, because I'm a nice guy, don't read them pamphlets. As long as you can grow a ponytail, you might, might be in business. If I just slick my hair back, they're all in. Think about this. Okay, so you have a guy my out there. My wife would like, be the one going, why are you inviting my friends to, to, to public talks? I'm like, ah, we've well, we got to work out the details later. <laughs> the point is, I'm in charge, right? Everyone understands that. I'm the uh, bald eagle and you guys are all, um, I don't know, what do you call them like? Less like Pigeon, hairy eagles, Pigeon heads. eagles with a bunch of long hair. Cut it, hippie. The uh, at the end of the day, though, think about this. There's the guy that's the the guru in this situation, or 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 the the, the guy, the Scientology people at the top, or whatever. the Baba. You got a guy like Goggins, all right, and everybody's you know, or Jocko. Dude, I'd follow Jocko in that, any cult. That's what right I'm saying. Now. That's what I'm saying. The difference is the intent of the person. So so. I, I, cause I was thinking, I go, okay, well, what, what about a guy like, like, what would Goggins think of a person like this? <laughs> Jocko would get me in his cold so fast, and, dude. And, and I'm going like, okay, so, so Goggins is basically saying, it doesn't look like he's taking any comers. He doesn't, he's not bringing on people. David Goggins. He just, yes, way. David Goggins. But he's that's just what doing his, he's doing his thing yep. and he's letting you see him do his thing and he's trying to inspire people, but he doesn't have a compound. That's also a key. A butterfly right? doesn't advertise their wings. Could you, just I don't think them. Goggins, David Goggins could have a ponytail. I mean, he, if you want, yeah, he could will, he I could will one if he wanted one. I mean, but he would die trying happening. to get one. I know that. I don't see it happening, but. You know why? It's he the doesn't same eat, thing. It's you see Joe Rogan. Okay, this is just for dudes. You see Joe Rogan, dude. Joe, you see, dude. You see Joe Goggins. Rogan could lead a cult if anybody. Could. You see Goggins. You see Jocko. You see those type of people, and you go, "I want to be close to that person. I want. I. I want what they have." Give me I, one person, one person that could do that could lead a cult more, like like realistically more. One person that could realistically lead a cult better than Joe Rogan right now. I would have said over the time, and this is just my personal feeling, is Howard Stern was a guy like that, where you just had so many people buying into everything. Men, yeah, women. But, but look at how many famous comedians. He also comedians, had the hair for it. Look at how many famous comedians and personalities are tier two to his show. He's like the new Johnny Carson. Dude. Oh, yeah. And if you wanted to make it sick. But he and he really he, did, he really did uh, grassroots sort of. If you look at yes. the beginning, it's just like, hey, it's me and my buddies talking. Now his buddies were it's famous. It's him sitting around with a guitar and a tambourine. Famous, just not know. bathing. <laughs> Dude, just singing about lesbian seagulls. DMT. That's how it starts, bro. Zombies, ghosts, UFOs. Yeah, dude. UFOs for sure. So ultimately, I it's it's called The Vow. Check it out. It's on HBO. There's They did not... I, we thought the finale was going to be this Sunday. Do but I got to do 10 hours of this, though? I mean, if you really want to know what's going on. Yeah, I guess so. And then there's apparently, uh, because the second part of it, of the series, isn't going to be till January or the beginning of next year, um, I, I I couldn't wait. So I Googled to find out what's going on with these people. And there's already, uh, you, you could find out where they are now. Um, you don't have to wait. But I still will watch it when it comes back on. Wow, we're running long. Dude, I got so much to talk about. Really? Dang it. Ten episodes? 10 episodes at least i mean that's just what's out now i think there'll probably be 12 before it's big over. into 10 right but they do 12 sometimes yeah i think so i think yeah 10 or 12 shit man it's amazing you got sucked into it i did 
<laughs> exactly. So I'm curious about your like you said like oh we binged it all day. In well, I binge it all day. In the slept. Dave household, how does a binge start? At what time? And what are people doing besides you? Well, I mean, my kids are doing whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Well, you gotta have it. I'm sitting on the have couch. A, yeah, I have a I'm sitting on the couch, and I at what time? I think they said one thirty. This one. No, but you're getting up at seven or so. Oh, I get up every. I get up at six, six thirty. Okay, so you're up in the a.m. You've had. Coffee. Are you asking me what I do on a normal Sunday? I'm saying you. I'm saying how does one watch ten episodes in a day and still be a human being with a family? Dude, I've done way more than ten episodes. Dude, in a day. I sat one time eight hours for a tattoo. My wife and I—I I could sit all day. Yeah, no, I can. Dude, I can. I can, do. I listen. I can go Zen for weeks. Don't sit bro. shame me, dude. I'll go Zen for weeks, bro. I'll go to Omaha. Okay. You won't see me for a month. So what? What do you? I asking? will bury myself with a straw sticking through the soil. I didn't come out, and I'll come Sunday out smarter, planning to do this. But, she just but, suggested. But she I did. thought. Remember, I told you a long time ago. I had a broken ankle. And my wife. I had no idea what the Band of Brothers no, was, what? and she brought me home like episode three of Band of Brothers. She put it in, yes. and I go, "This is the greatest thing ever." The best series. And I of go, all "But time. the only thing I don't like about it is it starts in the middle and ends nowhere." I go, "It just kind of left me with a feeling of, uh, yeah, I guess there's nothing going on here." And then I realized it was <laughs> a part of a greater series. So here you are in Bastone. Yeah. So uh, I went back and watched the rest of it out of sync. But um, the first time, and I've seen it like 10 more times. What I'm saying is if you're going to binge 10, so you get up, you have coffee, your mm. kids are self-sufficient. Yes, they are. You start watching Vow about what time? One thirty, one one thirty, something like that. So you've... I was already doing my own first thing half in the of the day. She slept normal. until, yeah, I don't know, whatever. It's first I'm, half of the day's routine. At one thirty, mm-hmm. you, you put the TV on. My kid has virtual Sunday so school one thirty till like 10. one thirty to 10, you're like, hey, this is what we're doing. At and if somebody point, needs something, I'm still doing the vow. Oh, yeah, because my, my at one point my wife said, "Hey, let's you want to go out to dinner?" Because she would obviously rather <laughs> eat somewhere else and have someone That's, else clean up yeah. for us. And I said, "Nah, I'm in now." So we we ordered in, yeah, and I we're six and a half episodes. In. I continued to uh, to watch through. I dinner. want to know like what people say to you as you're still watching episode five, and you're like, "Hey, dude." Are you still watching this? Well, my, my my daughter was next door playing at the neighbor's house, and my son was locks himself in his room and is on the internet all day. All day. And, you know, doing who knows what. I guess. It, well, yeah, you don't have that. I you have two got, little kids no, that are up your ass all day. That. Yeah, they're way I don't have that. Ass. So my wife fell asleep sitting next to me, and then, like, hours later was like, wait, I don't understand. And so, therefore, I just, I, I just said, look, we got to keep on moving forward. Do I don't right. know what to tell you. Jump in where you can. I'll text you whatever. I'm just. I guess. I guess it's just pure envy. I'm just like, wow. How do you just like watch stuff? Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were sit shaming. Well, no, I, no, I'm not shaming you. I'm taking notes. Oh, okay. Haven't you seen me writing? Uh, well, yeah. I was. I'm in- like. I'm like. How do I? Because I try to watch 30 minutes of All in the Family. It's too big of an ask. Everybody needs stuff from me. <laughs> You've gone like, oh, we're two two seasons in the wire again for the 87th time, uh, True. and and people leave me to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always taking notes. I'm always learning. Before we kill this, I got some notes for you. All right. The other day, I'm working on the house as I do because I'm a super, super, super manly dude, right? Like I'm the most manly dude ever. So like I got this tape measure on me, right? I got a leather belt, bro. I got a leather belt because of how manly I am. And I stick this tape measure on my super manly leather belt. That tape measure, what it does, I'm building a deck, right? So no big deal. No, I don't like to talk about it, but I'm building a deck. I measure every cut with this tape measure. And I'm like, dude, I just need this because I measure so much stuff. Like I can't, 
I can't set this tape measure down. I need it accessible at all times. That's how much I measure stuff. So I go to Home Depot and I'm like, I pick up some boards, I pick up some wood, I get some one buys, get some two buys, get some MDF board, and I got this thing hanging from me, and I'm uh I'm putting out a signal that like if you need something measured, I got you. You know why I got you? I don't it's it's like the dudes that wear like cell phones in a holster. Mm. Like no matter what, I pull this bitch out. At any moment I can measure stuff. I can always measure things. So I have it with me. I'm broadcasting that. And then I started thinking, everybody in here knows. Everybody in here knows I can measure things without a doubt. No one questions if I'm the guy to come to. Um, That says something about me, right? So I start, but I forgot I had it on. I bought my wood. I went home and I go, nobody asked me anything. Nobody asked me to measure shit. Nobody was like, hey, dude, how long is this? Like nobody said it one time. So I go, well, this kind of sucks, man. Like I got this tape measure stuck to my super manly leather belt. No one just rest stop. I should have. Hey, uh, does this thing go circular? (laughs) Can you get width with that? So I had this thing and I go, you know what, dude? I started reaching for it instinctively. Like a guy does for his wallet or somebody that carries a gun, just reaches for it, a knife. So I, I started thinking, I know what this tape measure means to me. It means I have to measure stuff till I'm done with this deck and then I'm never going to have it on me again until I have another project. Everything I said, I'm obviously kidding, right? So I have it on me. It's just for that. I go, what does it mean for other people? What? So if a guy, wa- if, if I come to, all right, dude, we're coming, I'm coming to podcast and I just have a tape measure on my belt. What does that mean to you? What do you think about the dude wearing that? You forgot that you have a tape measure stuck to you. Yeah, but why did I have it on me though? If I, I forgot because I, I use it you so personally, much. I forgot because I'm so manly. I use it so much. I'd be like, you must be holding this for somebody. <laughs> All right. All right. But if, no, but if another guy you didn't, okay, you don't like a more a manly guy. You, guy? Yeah. Like, well, not more. Because like, oh, that guy knows how not, to measure no, stuff. No, 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 not more. Because that's like, now you're just like, you're talking about like a, a centaur I or whatever. I'm immediately. No, not, po- not a half horse, half dude. I'm immediately picturing Handy Andy or the brawny man. Yeah, that dude knows how to build shit, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. That's what I'm saying. And everybody that didn't know me thought that about me. Now, if I have a gun, if I. Dude, no, they, they did for sure. They did for sure. Because I saw a couple of people, they looked by and they were like, dude, are you going to build a. And I made eye contact with them and they were like, and I was like, what, bro? And they were like, Nothing. And I was like, that's cool. And I kept walking, right? So like, what if, um, what about the guy who has a gun and a holster? Open carry. We're in Indiana. Everybody likes guns. We got guns attached to our headphones. Everybody's got four guns. Not a big deal, right? But the guy, okay, my cousin does this. I'm not going to say his name. My cousin does this. He wears an open carry all the time. And I don't care. But sometimes I go, dude, it's not about, like, I don't care that you have a gun. But it's like, I feel like everyone else cares that you have a gun. And I feel like you care that you have a gun. It's the same. So if you're wearing a gun, what are you broadcasting? It's the same as people who put political signs in their front yard. Nobody needs to know your business. Keep it to yourself. When you're, when you're time, when it's time to pull out your voter registration card, vote the way you want. When it's time, when you need to pull your gun out, it'll be time to pull your gun out. But there's no need to broadcast it. All it can do is bring you pain and misery all it can do is divide us it will not bring us together yeah so the broadcasting of this mm. is the is a problem or 
You're saying you're saying it's a negative like, yeah, thing. Yeah, you shouldn't wear your gun where people can see it, and you shouldn't wear your your stupid. Dog. What about the guy who's always got a knife, like a big ass knife at all times? Like crocodile now, Dundee. Now everyone should carry a knife because you just need a blade sometimes. Because our fingernails don't cut it from mm. time to time. Mine don't definitely. But like, what do you what do you, what do you, what do you think about when you see the guy with a knife? A guy that's carrying a knife. Yeah, like, like crocodile like Dundee. If you see a guy and he's got a like big a ass mach- like knife like a machete. Um, let's or like a lockback knife. Like where would where would I see this, dude? Like everyone, the guy everyone the, has a knife. Like the, yeah, but they got the clip ones that go in your pocket. So you see the clip. It's yeah, a big I don't, clip. I don't, I don't even think twice about. What it. do you think? Are you like that? Are you like that dude knows what's up? Like no. that guy? Could you think he can whittle? whittle? No, no. You I just think it, I just think whittle. I just think it's a. Again, one of those things that somebody gave you uh, for a, you know, hey, you stood up in my wedding. Here's a knife that clips in your pocket. You definitely don't assume he earned that knife. I mean, you mean from from, from like a Shogun? I'm just saying, like, I had a tape measure and I was like, dude, everyone here knows I can measure shit. If I had a knife. I just like don't believe it. Would... It takes me back to the beginning. <laughs> All right. What if I had a cell phone holster? That's Not about me, right. But anybody. <laughs> oh, uh, anybody. Yeah. They earn that for If you sure. see a guy with a cell phone holster, I guess my point is when you wear certain shit out in the open, you, you, uh, what's the word? You put juju into the, into mm. the, into the, into the ethos. Yeah, 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 but not juju. Like Your aura. You're, you're broadcasting a certain mm. affect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what affect does a cell phone holder broadcast? Nerd. Nerd? Yeah, nerd. Well, I mean, who wears a cell phone? You're like, dude, you get out of your age. pocket. Well, I think unless but, it's but like that one of those old, going, like, bloop, bloop, next tell ones. No, but cool. that guy's going like, dude, we all get cell phone. We all get phone Where calls. Where are you going with this? But the phone calls I get are way important. I don't see. I don't. I don't think so. I think the, the cell phone holder is just like the, the common day. It's an old dude pocket protector kind of thing. So you, it's he's, a matter he's of convenience, like his a fanny age, pack. Maybe. Yeah, it's like a fanny pack. It's, con- it's convenient. To How about a chain wallet? I don't. I haven't seen one of those in forever. But, but if you did, you what like would you assume out of that? Fan guy? of corn or or girl? Yeah, he's a cold chamber. Yeah, kind of listener. Yeah, or a Harley guy. They no, still do. Do the Harley riders still fuck with that? I don't even know any anymore. Do they even have those Harleys? Yeah, I don't know. I don't but if they I, did, I bet they'd have chain wallets. I, it's, it turns me off just like the uh, the little Fast and the Furious. This isn't turn. a things I, you I, like contest. I'm just this saying. Is like, uh, it's funny you say that because I did produce. <laughs> Oh, you got a new list thing. of things I All right, like. Hey, real, real quick, we'll just do one word like answers or whatever. If I got a bandana hanging out, what is that? What do you gang think? member? Bottle opener. Drunk. Lighter. What kind of lighter? Also drunk. You passed. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So every now and then <laughs> I, I I write a list of things <laughs> that I like because people feel that I'm a negative person. Dave doesn't like stuff. So in it's cool though. I did watch uh, the vow, and it made me it made me feel very positive. And like I said in the beginning, I wanted to join it, and then I thought I definitely can't have sex with that dude. But yeah, if that wasn't yet. if that wasn't part of what was required, I might have been been able to to, to find myself in, <laughs> okay, in this good. group because I mean everybody needs to be better than than the self that they that they are. Right? We should all aspire. So I like the Jesus Lizard. The Jesus Lizard is a band out of Chicago. Tell me if I'm starting with Jesus Lizard, where do I start? Well, Spotify makes it real easy because you could just go right there. I know, but I always like to ask people like, like, like album-wise. Yeah, like I don't know because like where did you find them? What 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 did you hear I mean, that made you go so like oh I wow? Had, I had a buddy of mine who uh, 
the only friend of mine that had an older brother that was sort of the quasi uh, manager of my band because he was the oldest guy and he could drive us all around and he could, he could maybe uh, obtain uh, libations of an adult. That's good, man. So he liked the Jesus lizard and it was like the one we, I pretty much introduced this guy to all the music that he eventually would listen to, but except some way, somehow he was into the Jesus lizard. It was a little bit elusive, right? Yeah. Like you didn't find him. He did. Um, no, he did. Yeah. He that's did. what I'm saying. So I, I heard about that from somebody else's big brother, There's but the they were elusive. basically in the same wheelhouse as like the rest of the music I was listening to. But I think at the time they, 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 they were, I've heard Jesus you mention them before. There was a song that you played a bunch that you said you loved. I, and, there, was, uh, there was probably one I probably did an outro with or something like I that. I know I would dig asked. them, but man, especially being like a grunge guy. Uh, it's just it's just a blind spot. I me. will put a Jesus Lizard song at the end of this podcast. But uh, the the episode, or, excuse me, the album Goat from uh, like 1991. All right, it's a good and one. I, I will yes, I will I will play some music off that record. Yeah, I need to get um, on it. Top Ramen, but I only like the chicken Oof. flavor. Oof. I, don't, I I don't get down with the beef, and the I don't beef, get down with the what used to be. All. I think the one who used to be Oriental or Asian, but they changed <laughs> the name of it to like <laughs> yeah. seafood. I, they, they they did a. It is a switch on us. They changed it to, to country that didn't start the Pan Asian War. Traditional Oreos. Don't give me the, the the blonde Oreos. Don't give me the double stuffed Oreos. Don't give me the Halloween Oreos, which probably tastes the same. Don't give me mint Oreos. Traditional Oreos. But if I brought you a double stuffed, you wouldn't be like, ugh. No, but I would probably I would bust it in half and do half and half. It's too much cream. It's too much cream. I respect that. Uh, the idea of archery. I like the idea of archery. Yeah. That's a good one. But I have archered before. Again. And it was just too much heavy lifting. Lines you right up for the Joe Rogan cult. Uh, nine gauge guitar strings. Oof. I don't know what, you, what you're what you pulling on. I mean, 11. Wow. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Why is that? Oh, I bought 10s for the, for the last one. Why? Do you, now let me ask you. This is going to get a little deep. Do you do you do you do a setup every time you change from no, eleven no, to nine? Or no, I'm just I'm more of a rhythm guy. But I do yank, I do yank. I'm like I play sloppy and I play really hard. So I do like them to take a little bit of a beating. Mm-hmm. But but because of the fact that I don't play real complicated music or complicated music, uh, just the guitar work, uh, I like the little nuances that I do. I like them to show up, and I feel like if my strings are too thick. You don't hear the hammer-ons, the pull-offs. So why wouldn't you go with a nine? Is that just too? You're just too afraid you're going to break strings. Yes. Okay. So obviously, what I'm talking about is the the, the, the thickness. Yeah. And I use a nine, and Ben traditionally uses an eleven. Mm, ten, ten or eleven. Okay. Uh, Bluetooth speakers. You can't go wrong with them. I have Bluetooth speakers everywhere now. But what's more frustrating than a speaker getting picked up when you don't want it to? It's never Say ha- you're watching porn and your wife I pulls know. up in her parking lot driveway or whatever, like hypothetically, and all of a sudden you got to go, oh, she's going to be home in five minutes. I better turn my Bluetooth off in my phone in case she comes home in that time and ruins everything for me. Just hypothetically, like you got to consider that. I'm talking, okay. The, the idea of Bluetooth speakers. Oh, now. just no wires. That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, taking Mondays off instead of Fridays. People don't sleep on it. People, comma, don't sleep on it. A lot of people go, hey, I want to start my weekend early, right? So I'm going to I'm gonna work Thursday, and then I'm going to take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. But here it is, and I'm going to change the entire world for you right here. What are here. they going to do On Sundays, Friday? you go, 
oh, man, weekend went by like crazy again, man. Back to work. Take Monday out of the picture and watch next week go by like that. You get the extra day and you start on Tuesday, which means you only have a four-day week. Long weekend. And what's coming is also not strenuous. Right. Because you're already like, man, I got through Monday, so I'm not really going to do much the rest of this Also, week. if you take off Friday, you know what they're going to do? Nothing. We're going to be off tonight. We got the whole weekend. I better get those projects done. Right? Yeah. They're going to put you to work on Friday. I don't I do not do it. I take Monday off. because my And my wife's going to be back at work. And I can just do whatever. So, again, people, take Monday off instead of I Friday. Know, I like it. I like it. And you're, you're, the people that you work with are going to be happy because you let, you let your other partner take Friday off. And you go, you know what? You take the Friday. I got the Monday. Take a long weekend. I don't, got you. Don't let him know I told you this. Okay. Um, all right. This is where we get in the weeds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Steve Albini videos on sound engineering on YouTube. I have been watching I, I these hour long videos of Steve Albini okay. turning, talking to students, turning a dial, <laughs> mo- potting up drums, potting down bass. Talking about acoustics in a studio, I love, like people watch golf or tennis with no sound. I can listen to Steve Albini talk about sound engineering forever. You know who I watch, dude? You know who Rick Beato is? I've, yeah. I've, I've sent him to you before. Mm-hmm. Rick Beato's another producer. He's not Steve Albini level, but dude, this guy... He's got a playlist I think I've talked about before. It's called What Makes This Song Great. Rick Beato, like B-E-A-T-O. He breaks down. He's up to like 60-something, I think, at this point. He gets the individual tracks for songs, and he breaks them down. So he'll be like, you th-, like he had a perfect circle one last week. And I was like, I love the song anyway. I was like, that's a great song. But now, dude, now when I hear it, I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't realize there was a fourth acoustic guitar yeah, in the right. background. Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about, the layers. You just he don't realize He rips it down. He goes, listen to this percussion. What you don't hear is there's three snares going on. And, like, he hears it on a level that you don't, and it makes you aware of it. Oh, dude. I have to I would, you- I would, I would, if, if, if we were in a cult and I had to, if I had to sleep with Rick Beato, I don't want to, but if they were like, you got to be a top and you can stay in the cult, I'd be like, Pfft. I'm dude knows a lot of stuff. I'm just saying, if I I would go work and stand around and listen to Steve Albini talk for free on my days off for the, yeah. from, from now or if it was like slave from now labor. until like the you end don't have of to time. sleep with him, but you got to shovel like coal. For well, he wears days. that those coveralls. I don't know if those ever come off. Plus, he's also a prolific it's card player. Probably a safe bet. Um, infusing music that people don't normally wouldn't normally hear into the podcast without them. I, I feel like I'm doing. Uh, Inception. Yeah, kind of, maybe. Because I feel like nothing makes me happier than when somebody listens to the podcast and sends me a DM and goes like, hey, what was that song? What was that band? I could see that. You know? I would feel the same way. If I picked the music, I'd feel the same way. If somebody was like, dude, who was that? I'm like, yeah, that's my shit. That's what I picked. And for no sexist reason, and for no reason about anything other than the game itself, I enjoy watching collegiate softball and softball as a whole. Over baseball, it's for, dude. For, wait, it's, for, for a non-sexist reason, <laughs> for non-sexist reasons. You like the sport. Of my it? daughter plays softball now. You know, yeah, and yeah, so I'm sure that's great though. You like the sport of it? I do. I don't know what it is. Yeah, okay. All Just right. like college football. Hey, there you much go. better than than professional football. Yeah, there you go. They don't have powder puff in college. Oh, it sounds good. I mean, hey, these are the things I like. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> everybody watches college softball for non-sexist reasons. We yeah. all no, we you all know do. What? Why? Of course we do. Why? why Everybody's living in their own world. Why else would we watch it? Why else would we watch it? That is episode 
What was this? One, no. 264? That's episode 264 of the Hey My Man podcast. Watch some softball. <laughs> Get yourself in a cult or at least, <laughs> you know, watch a show about a cult. Don't go into a cult knowing it's a cult, but go into something thinking it's great. And then if you find out it's a cult or you see a guy with hair that yeah. can be fashioned into a ponytail in uh some way, shape, or form, uh, head for the hills. Or if you don't find one that you like, uh, I got something that's really going to open your eyes, man. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Later. Later.